radio voice ready. Oh, yeah? You son of a bitch. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> Got what? him again. <laughs> well, I didn't know you were going to go full. What was that called when you did that? I don't know. It's like the the vocal, uh, what is that, the range, the the steps, the, uh, the uh, you know, the bars. I typed it in. Um, I typed it. it in, I typed it in Google as "do re mi fa so." It's not that. It's do do re mi. Fa. Oh, it's fa sol. Fa no, it's so. Is, is it fa sol? La di do. Uh, whatever. I don't know. I googled it. Now it's all in Spanish. Oh, that was a good one. That's also one of my key vocal exercises. Oh, what's up, everybody? Welcome <laughs> to the Slurred Speech Podcast. You caught yourself off guard this time. <sighs> what's up, impediments? Your personal singing guide.com. Wow. <laughs> People are like, he's like, he's like, in everyone's comments, wow, so cool. Wow. Wow. All right. So I don't know where that came from. The origin of Do, Re, Mi, Fa, So. Uh, in 11th century Italy, music theorist Guido of Arezzo invented the note notational system that named six notes of the hexachord after the syllable. Yep. Yep. Welcome to Slurred Speech Podcast, where you get the you get where we get to tell you about all the inf- uh, all the information on the tonal <laughs> scales. <laughs> The solfagy syllables. That's right. Yep. They could do them in major or minor. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So welcome to the Slurred Speech Podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Where we talk about stuff. Uh, (laughs) That's the best way to describe it. How are you today? We get into things. Man, I'm I'm great. What a... (laughs) We Sorry end. for cutting you off when you're going to explain what we get into. We get into stuff. And things. And things. Vocal scales. Yep. The notes. The other thing I want to get into is these damn liberals not letting me eat my chicken and NyQuil. Have you heard about this? What's the chicken and NyQuil story? There's a, a viral... A poison dot, poison.org. So Ooh. You know it's legit. Is NyQuil chicken safe to eat? Viral videos on social media promote a trend called NyQuil chicken that involves mm-hmm. cooking chicken and cough and cold medication. Yep. I, and I thought I saw something about that like months ago where somebody was talking about uh, uh, looks like the marinating co- it in NyQuil. Is that what it was? Or cooking it? It starts, I guess it starts off with um, COVID. People were doing it during COVID. Oh, neat. I just I don't think that would be a good flavor for chicken or anything. It's Nyquil's kind of got that black licorice taste, right? Yes, I haven't taken Nyquil in a long time, but no, my, me either. No, I'm not mean... a fan of the taste. <laughs> I can't imagine wanting to like marinate something in it. Well, dude, you got to do it for the lights and slowly, for the Insta and the slowly, TikToks. And yeah, the... I guess that makes more sense. But I no, I'm with you. I couldn't imagine eating. Also known as sleepy time chicken or bedtime chicken. Mm-hmm. Oh, the fad ap- initially appeared on Reddit. Of course, thanks a lot, Reddit. <sighs> surprise, surprise. I love that Reddit always. It's either Reddit or four chan or six chan or eight chan or nine much. chan. It's what? It's either Anon or some Reddit person. It's that, fucking stupid. It's Reddit. If it's something really out there or gross and weird, it's 4chan. Usually, and they've recorded it with a GoPro of them cooking it and eating it and then them dying. And it's like, oh, user Anon46727625678 he filmed himself on a GoPro marinating it in NyQuil and then you know, pan frying it in NyQuil. Two days later, he posted it and today I fucked up. (laughs) After his hospital visit, he shared... All the terrible effects that eating NyQuil chicken can have on your body. And he got all those sweet, sweet internet points. Yep. He got all that internet points love it. for it. I'll do anything for those internet points. Bro, I, one day I'm going to be rich off internet points. Me too. One TikTok, ter- TikTok user reported he cooked NyQuil chicken because his wife was sick. Like, could you imagine? Like, here you go, honey. No, I won't give you chicken noodle soup. 
Here's NyQuil fucking chicken. NyQuil. I cook this in NyQuil. And I want to know what type of adult you're married to that is like, okay, one, what type of adult are you with or married to that you cook NyQuil chicken for them? Secondly, what type of adult are you that you your your spouse cooked you NyQuil chicken and you were like, this is probably a really good idea. This is great. I mean, he probably ruined all the chicken and he had nothing else to eat. So one, they're a bad cook. That they thought that was a good idea. I just don't think it could have been ever a legitimate idea. Why wouldn't you just eat your chicken and then have your NyQuil? Um, it doesn't say whatever happened to that either. One TikTok reporter user used it because his wife was sick. Yeah, I don't think you could really get poisoned off of it. Well, I mean, a lot if... of it's saying there's a lot of big words here. Dextromethorphan? Yep. Yep, you know that one. <laughs> yep. <laughs> It's pretty much saying that um, it's safe in recommended doses, but too much acetamine can cause liver damage and even death. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, that's just like, I mean, aspirin will do that. Ibuprofen will do that. Let's do an aspirin pork challenge where you <laughs> cook your aspirin and... Ooh, crusted in, in crushed aspirin. Yes. Like darkened or, you know... Ibuprofen salmon. Yep. Where you you smoke your salmon with ibuprofen on top of it. That'd be cool. Yeah. That'd be dope. And it would be kind of the same cut. Well, I guess it depends what if you get the liquid gels or the. No, you can't do liquid gels. <laughs> not if you're gonna smoke it. Right? No. Not if you're for gonna sure. crust it, right? For sure. Um. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and some people are saying you cook the chicken as little as five minutes. Oh. Well, that's that's doubly a good idea. You can't ruin the medicine, so just undercook the chicken. Oh, but I'm telling you, you won't have a cold, but you'll get salmonella. The liberal media is (laughs) really—it's always going to be something. Remember, Tide Pods were a thing for a minute. Yep. There's, it's always something. Mm. I can't remember what it was before Tide Pods, but there was another thing. Too bad there's not like an. Eat healthy, drink plenty of water, and get plenty of rest. Extra like Tic Tac <laughs> Get eight hours. Get eight hours. Drink a half gallon a day. Yeah, and if you can do some physical activity, even taking a walk, you know. There you go. Fifteen minute walk. A fifteen minute at a brisk pace. That would, that's not good for the gram. No, it just doesn't translate. It's boring. Too boring. Uh. Fleckenstein Jail, there's NyQuil and acute hepatitic neurosis? What the fuck? Yep, what the, what the fuck? Oh, there's not a lot of, not a lot of cool stuff in here. There's a lot of, a lot of big words I don't understand in here. You know, like the word male. Ooh, male. Yeah, but anyways, um... Really deep diving on the podcast today. So <laughs> NyQuil chicken. Like, don't do NyQuil chicken. And Do Re Mi Fa So was invented in 11th century Italy by Guido something mm. another. Uh, I want to say that's not his name. What? I thought it said it was. What? <laughs> now you make me feel. It was made up by an Italian guy named Guido. That's what, yeah. Is Guido, I don't think. Yeah, this is right here. Origin, 11th century Italy, the music theorist Guido of Arezio. Look it up on week, week, on the Wikipedia. They don't lie on Wikipedia. How do you spell Guido? G-U-I-D-O. Okay. Uh, all right. I, I, did, I thought Guido was just a, a, a racist term for Italians, I guess. I guess it makes sense. Bro, do you remember Big Guido and Little Guido of ECW? I don't think that... Pro wrestling wouldn't use racist stuff. Guido's a North American subculture and ethnic slur or slang term. Hey, here's a picture of him. He looks yeah. like every guy from 17th century Italy. He, he just from... looks like every other Guido, huh? Yeah. Is that <laughs> oh, what you're fuck. saying? Every other guy named Guido. <laughs> he looks like Aeropostale and... Aeropostale? <laughs> <laughs> Is that Soft. is that the Italian guy that made the company Aeropostale? <laughs> he looks like Abercrombie and Fitch. <laughs> he looks like Old Navy. Arm but not hammer. <laughs> Born nine ninety one through nine ninety two. They're not really sure, but definitely after ten thirty three. Look what it says. 
<laughs> cool, cool. You know, Army Hammer's dad bought Arm and Hammer because he was sick of people asking him if he owned Arm and Hammer. Oh, really? Yeah. So he just bought it. I started watching. I started watching a uh, board game documentary last night. Ooh. And well, first of all, did you know why it was called Parker Brothers? No. Because it so the one Parker dude that made all the games, he didn't want to be in charge of business stuff, so he hired his brother, and that's how it became Parker Brothers. Okay, so it's two brothers named Parker. Yeah. I also turned it off about 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for a really interesting story. That couldn't have been just that the company was two dudes named Parker. The thing is, though, I lasted about 10 minutes through that documentary and turned it <laughs> off, and I was like, man, who would have thought a documentary about board games would have been boring? You well, know? I mean, with bombshells like that, I don't know how you <laughs> turned it off. And you know, um, who was the other guy? Uh, what was the other big board game company? Um, oh shoot, Parker Brothers and uh, Hasbro. No, <laughs> no, not Blizzard. Board games. Who's the big board game guy? Warner Brothers. No, isn't that a? Yep. Uh, <laughs> major board. Uh, I think Hasbro is one though. But Hasbro they're, is. They're, they're toys though too. Mattel. Uh, who made life? Maker. <laughs> I can't believe I can't think. Well, what a, what about what about him? Milton Bradley? Milton Bradley. I was trying to think of the Indians player. I was like, it, I couldn't couldn't come up with it though. You know how Milton Bradley got his start in board games? This is actually kind of funny. Uh, no. So I feel like I do know. But. He owned a printing press, and mm-hmm. he made all these lithographs of Abraham Lincoln, mm-hmm. but he made them without the beard, mm-hmm. and then he grew a beard, and all of his lithographs had Abraham Lincoln without a beard, and he couldn't sell them. Ooh. Wasn't a big fan of Abe Lincoln after that. Well, I mean, who was? <laughs> Definitely not. He's a meddler. Always getting involved in states' rights. Good for nothing. <laughs> Just... I'm saying we only had one civil war. It's under his watch. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Milton Bradley. I can't. Man, we really reached on that. <laughs> what? What was it? What Hasbro? Why was it named Milton Bradley? Because that was his actual name. Oh, that was his full name. Yeah, it wasn't two guys, one named Milton, one named Bradley. No, and he oh. didn't have a brother or anything that was. Um. Who? Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So then he had all these lithographs. It got to the point where. People were trying to get their money back because they were so mad that the lithograph didn't have Abraham Lincoln with his beard. With his signature beard. Yeah. Damn. Can't believe I turned that bad boy off, huh? No. No. So then he just uh, he pivoted uh, to board games then. Yeah, huh? and actually his big seller was pocket board games. Okay. Because he was watching a lot of the Union soldiers sit around on, like, um, standby or guard mm-hmm. and didn't really have anything to do, so they... Look, I bet he ended up loving Abe Lincoln by the end. I, you know, I didn't really did. Uh, what do you say? Did Milton Bradley like Abe? Uh, Rand? Well, I mean, after he he probably got a government contracts to give the soldiers cool pocket games to keep them busy. Uh, I googled did Milton Bradley like Abraham Lincoln, and it pretty much just says uh, how Abraham Lincoln's beard led to the creation of Milton Bradley. Okay. Board games. Okay. Uh, yeah. Good, good, for, good for Milton. I guess. I wonder if he did a deep dive on Milton Bradley. If he did any terrible things. I mean, maybe he uh, was crucial in starting the Civil War to get back at Abe Lincoln for growing a beard. Uh, he was inducted in 2006 to the National Inventors Hall of Fame. Ooh, Can't believe it took took, so a, long. took a while. He died in 1911 at the age of 74. Lived a good, healthy life at those those ages. Outlived Abe. <laughs> that is true. Um, he wrote some books. Did you know that? I did not. Has the patent on a lot of the toy spring gun. Ooh. Has a patent on the color disc rotating mechanism. 
Colored disc rotating. Okay. For the game yeah. of life. Yeah. 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 Because dice were considered of satanic type. Oh, they still are. Yeah. That's why I get such a jam out of them. Yep. That's why Iconic has a big sponsor of us. Yep. It's a dirty hobby. I know it. Every time I clock those dice, I can just hear Satan whispering in my ears. What's he saying? He's saying, let them let him roll. <laughs> Snake eyes. Oh, shit. You got me again. Satan. He's hoping that you have three dice and you roll three sixes. Can you, yeah, three sixes. In some games, <laughs> can you do that? If you have three dice, then you sure can. Oh, man. Well, we're killing it today. Wait till I tell you about Yahtzee. <laughs> Five dice, dude. What? Farkle even has six. No. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> what do you do? Explain to me. You, you roll them all. Wow. Yep. Do you remember there was always someone that tried to cheat in Yahtzee? They would like put the dice in there like real uniform and just go. <laughs> or is that just my family that had someone that? Probably just your family because you can't really believe everyone else you're playing with is dumb enough to not figure that out. <laughs> just try and slide them out. <laughs> I remember, like, trying to practice that, not because I thought I would ever be good enough to do it, but just to see if I could. Ugh. Never in a real game. All right, well. I do. I have played with some people, though. you got to watch them putting their scores down. Why is that? It's just Shady kids. Yeah, I think that's an easier way to cheat than fake rolling the dice out. Yeah, they would put it up. They'd put the dice in all uniform. But, yeah, I'd like to just get them all one up. It's my... ADD. I always love people that just are like slightly organized. Oh, I have ADD. Mm-hmm. No, you just like stuff slightly organized. Yeah, that's, that's you know, because it makes life easier, yeah. which is why everyone in the world organizes things. Unless you're... All of my stuff is just in a pile. <laughs> well, some days this room, everything's in a pile in mom's basement of this. No, everything. Room. My clothes, my kitchenware, <laughs> my tools. All, all in one it's pile. It's just in one room. One room. Whenever I need something, I gotta go to the the storage the storage room. I did. I was telling you, I did pick up on the boys. Pick back up on the boys. I think we discovered though that I skipped season two, so that was really. <laughs> it, impressive. So, it sounds like it. that was real impressive by me. <laughs> I like I like how you realized the one character had like kind of killed herself in the hospital, but you never questioned how she got into the hospital. <laughs> She was just a normal character, then she's fucked up in the hospital, and you didn't go, wait, <laughs> wait a second. There was quite a few things that weren't making sense, and now it's starting to make sense, and I just skipped an entire season. Yeah. I'll be reading that on Wikia, you know. Yeah. So. Season two is kind of skippable from what I remember, but I don't know. It's still a good show. I enjoyed it. I think yeah. I think three was better. I'd say season one, season three, season two. Well, the, the, I remember watching that first episode of season one. It got me hooked, like Breaking Bad did. Mm-hmm. Remember the first episode of Breaking Bad? Oh yeah, with the bathtub and everything. Mm-hmm. I remember not being into Breaking Bad when it first came. season, first episode. Wasn't the first episode the bathtub? Bathtub cannot be the first episode. Maybe that was the first episode you watched, but there was a a whole lead in to the bathtub. I feel like. Like, I don't think they got even too far into, yeah, because I don't, I I think they had the, the, the shootout and stuff in the RV at the end of season one and would have taken the guys back maybe in season two. I could be wrong. Bathtub scene. Breaking Bad. Season one, episode two. Oh, it's episode two. Okay. Okay. So does that whole RV scene that stuff happen in episode one? Where he they run it off the, the, the road and everything? Yeah. Yeah. So I must have saw. Okay. Man, that's a crazy first episode then. Yeah. I It's been a while. I, I watched it so many times over the course of it coming out. Like I watched the entire season before or the whole show before the last season came out. And then it was interrupted. I might have even watched it like twice around then. So I haven't gone back and watched it through since then. Yeah, remember they used the gas and everything? Mm, yeah. That was a crazy show. Yeah. What did you think of the ending of that? It was good. I thought it wasn't bad. It's. I thought it was really good. Just There's like only so much you can do. The only problem with the show really was that they didn't develop 
the main bad guys in the last season at all. There was so much development for so many characters throughout that show. There really was. Part man. of it, I think, was that um, I guess Crazy Eight wasn't supposed to be such a big deal. They were going to get into Tuco Salamanca like in the first season, except that the writer strike happened. So they kind of slow played oh. everything in the first season of that show, and they kind of describe it as like one of the best terrible things that can happen to a show. Um, that it kind of let them build things up. And then, you know, they got into the Salamancas, and then they got into, uh, um, obviously, the, uh, I can't even think of his name right now, uh, Pollo Yoko Locos. Uh, yeah, the, the um, chicken guy. But they spent years on that and Ermin Trout, and then the Nazis just kind of, like, came out of nowhere. The chicken guy is in The Boys, too, isn't he? He is. He yeah. plays the head of Vought. Yeah. He's, like, the CEO of Vought. Look at that. Bring it all together, Look at man. Yeah, it's all coming together. The, slur, the Slurred Speech Podcast. We recognize that. Like, Should we bring up his IMDb? Should we I bring we could. He's been in, a, I think, a lot more than you would think. Probably. Uh, Giancarlo Esposito? Giancarlo something? Yeah, I remember reading something on Reddit, like, because people were, like, you know, actors they met, and they said he was, like, one of the nicest, mm-hmm. you know. I've just, heard that, too. Yeah. He had a good role in, uh, what, Community? I liked him in that show. I don't remember him in Community. He played uh, uh, Chevy Chase's, like, brother. So his dad was, like, an old racist piece of shit. Okay. And then he was, like, his black bastard child that he had, like, run the company and everything for him. So, like, I think in the first episode they played, like, a video game against him to, like, win the dad's inheritance or some shit like that. I don't remember But he came back a few times. I don't remember that at all. Yeah. He did a good job. I like him. I dig him. Yeah. What other TV have you watched that's been out for 20 years? <laughs> <laughs> Not a lot of 20-year-old TV. Uh, I don't know. There's a lot of new shows out right now. Archer's back. Rick and Morty just came back. Uh, you know, other shows came back. <laughs> I just watched that uh, Under the Banner of Heaven or something like that. Uh, I started to watch the soccer thing that we talked about Ratson? last week. Mm-hmm. And then for whatever reason, I turned it off, and I don't recall why. Not that it was bad or anything. Um, I don't remember why. I put it on, got about 10 minutes in, and maybe I had to do something. I, I don't yeah, know. maybe. I mean, it's one of those things. I It's definitely not a show to binge. It's like half documentary, and it, it goes through like a couple tonal shifts where it's like very heavy on Rob and Ryan while they're going through the process of buying it. And they're kind of introducing the series. And then it kind of just goes into like a few episodes that are mostly about the football club. And then, so Rob tweeted something out. It was Ryan Reynolds and some other actor have purchased this football team. And he's like, this other actor, he sounds awesome. You know, blah, 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 blah. Um, speaking of awesome, what about awesome. that transition? Guardians, baby. God, man, what a week to be a Cleveland. Oh, that's why fan. I turned it off. Good gosh, that golly. I fucking put on the Guardians. Good gosh, that golly. Gosh, golly. That's it, it all. Wow, it all comes full circle. I put on the Guardians because it was like, um, yeah, they were playing the White Sox last night. And yeah. I just thought I thought they were going to blow that game. Oh, me it, too. They went up early, but then it was just like the the White Sox were making crazy plays to stay in it. And then they came back like three different times or four different times. Well, then went to the 10th and they went up, what, what'd they go? They, I think we went up two or three. And, and then they came tied, right back. And, and then, you know, yeah, they tied it up. I think we we went up two. I think we went up seven, five. And then they came, tied it at seven. And we were in Chicago, right? Yeah. And they were saying, I, I think I Steve. Five, three. I think Steve. Yeah, I think you're right. Because <clears throat> then we what we got a we had a f- and then we had a four or five run. five run eleven and then yeah then they scored two really quickly yeah that's and I was like, like Jesus what is going on you know and Brian Shaw he got it done <laughs> yeah um, but Stephen Kwan was saying it was funny he was like yeah it feels like playoff baseball it's like well you never played playoff baseball but we get what you're trying to <laughs> we get what you're trying to lay down there, it Stephen feels uh, important it's yeah, important like, baseball it's and, a different vibe to it yeah hundred percent um so that was kind of cool watching them go back and forth but yeah I, I I just had this feeling like it it wasn't gonna go our way it just seemed like they were it's like a game of destiny for them they we were doing good thing playing well yeah um, but I mean they were like making some great plays and things at different times to strike them out throw them out there was that play the second baseman like diving catch he made going into right field um early on i was just like man i don't feel like we're gonna win this one but we pulled it out yeah it was a good game i i don't know maybe 
Was it any runoff from the Browns game that you felt like we things just weren't going our way? No. I know it's two different it's, sports. That's stupid. I don't know, man. It's been, it's been a great week. The Guardians are killing it. Donovan Mitchell is apparently he was running and skipping around the golf course when he heard he got traded to the Cavs. I heard that, yeah. I don't, I don't remember the last time the Browns had a victory where I, I left early because I, I just knew that they were going to lock it up. Good win. Good win for the Browns. Daryl, I hate to break it to you. But I know we were up 13, 13 points with two minutes left. But hold on, let's talk about Guardians real before we hop to the depressing part. Yep. <clears throat> let's let's hit some Guardian stuff real quick. Uh, playing tonight at 1910 because, for whatever reason, Google thinks I need military time. Um, Still at the White Sox. Yes. We got two more against them. That'll be the end of our season with them. So and we were nice. four or five against the Twins. I think we took four or five against the we Twins. We took four of the five. Yep. Um, and then I think we'd swept them the last time they came through for a three-game series. Um, and in between that, we took, I think we swept the Angels. Yep. And then the only thing was that we'd lost a, a game to the White Sox in between. That was a make-up one-game one series um, for one we missed. So I think what now we're up, uh, I think, eight on the Twins, up five on Chicago. And, you know, we're going to have to kind of need a collapse to get caught by either of them. So we probably still wouldn't make a wild-card spot. But we are actually within a game of a wild-card spot. So that's been kind of nice to see that. Our division isn't so horrible <laughs> that we're kind of just three or four games out of the wild card with leading the division. I think we're uh, a game back of the the Rays, who would have the last wild card spot, um, and then the the Mariners are a half game ahead of us too. But it's at least cool that we're like around competitive with the rest of baseball as opposed to just winning a, the shittiest division. Well, and it's funny because I I was looking at it, Yankees have 89 wins we have 81 wins yeah and that you know it looked like it was going to be a huge gap yep. um looked like we would be 10 or 15 games behind the al east leader and possibly even the blue jays too and the astros well i mean we are probably 15 well, the games astros behind the astros fucking so hot dude 98 and 51 and they're nine and one <sighs> they the probably time. just found another way to cheat probably sons of bitches probably how many games are left do you know Ooh, it can only be like twenty. Not even twenty, I don't think. Um, let's see here. We got two against the White Sox, three against 14. the Rangers, three against the Rays. So that's eight. And then we and have then six against the, the Royals. Royals. So fourteen. Fourteen, 14 oh. games left. So we would have to have a major collapse and. Chicago would have to get super on fire. Eh. Fuck. <laughs> they've done it before, they man. They sure have, haven't they? Yeah, they've done it before. Um, I mean, a lot of the times, though, we've been kind of battling to still catch up at this point, whether we've gotten off to a great start and let someone take the lead. Um, we've kind of – we're in a controlling position now, so it'll yeah. be an epic collapse by us, whereas we've always, like, just barely got back into it maybe took a lead late, very late in the last week of the season. And then, you know, we've still been watching other teams needing teams to beat teams for us. Um, you know, we're in a place right now where we control our destiny. Um, the Rangers are not a great team. They're not a bad team either. Oh, actually, they are a pretty bad team at this point. They're uh, 63 and 84. Um, we'll still have to play the Royals, who are pretty fucking garbage. So that's nice. Um, but then the series with the Rays will be hard fought, and they're battling out for a wild for, card. They race. sure so, are. Um, that's almost, I would say, I mean, I'll eat these words if we end up losing out on making the playoffs, but it's it'll be good to play a good team at least near the end of the season. Um, you don't, I don't think you want to end the season on two weeks of just shit baseball, even sure. if you're owning it. I mean, if you make the playoffs, spot, great, but um, at least we'll be in there with another competitive team. And everyone wrote this team off. They're too young. Terry Francola is uh, is is too old. You know, mm -hmm. that's everything you heard. He was sick. You know, he mm -hmm. missed, all, missed a bunch of last year. Um, Emmanuel Clase is coming out of one of the best closers in the gosh dang league. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah. So they're looking fun. Manuel Classe, how old do you think he is? Ooh, 27. 24. Ooh. Cool, cool. I don't know. I just 
Uh, 61 saves. 61? Yeah. Really? That's what it says here. That's pretty incredible. I don't know if that's just the season or in general. I would think that's got to be total, actually. I would 61 so. saves on a season is pretty fucking incredible. Let's see here. Why is this in Spanish? Everything's in Spanish. Ultimo yeah, 30. 36. Whatever. 36 this year. Okay. Which is still a really good number. Um, so, yeah, so 24 last year, and then he had his first save with Texas in the year before that. Um, we also, you know, we've got, uh, we're getting good innings out of Cal Quantrill. Um, he's actually already out pitching, uh, fucking, uh, long hair lady boy from San Diego. Clevenger. Clevenger. Um, and I, I don't mean to hate on the dude of clearly he had his, his little COVID excursion and then the throwing the ball over the fence was... Clevenger through the oh no way that was Bauer yeah yeah that was just weird Bauer who's been pretty much kicked Clevenger out was the one that like snuck out and remember yes. he, he went clubbing or something or out to the yeah. bars during uh, Bauer COVID. ended up being having get me too and yeah yeah it was weird he was doing this whole one season thing and you know what now that I think about it that might have hurt him more than anything his whole interesting you know, if you stay healthy and bet on yourself and you're still good, you'll make more money than you could ever make on a long-term contract. And mm. then he found out, well, when nobody really cares to have your back, you can get extra fucked by something like that. He really? Not that he doesn't deserve to get fucked. I don't really know. I don't know the situation. Um, but, you know, if somebody was on the hook for him for a five-year, $250 million contract, he would be playing right now. I, I, don't, I don't think anybody can convince me of, of anything else. If some team had $300 million invested in him, he would be playing baseball right now. I'm convinced of that. It just sounds... Um, well, I mean, if people... It doesn't sound like a lot of teammates were big fans of him either. You know, it sounded like... They were in Cleveland, though. Because all of his analytics and all of that shit, he said he was such a, like... In a way, like they they compared him to like an engineer who just was into the science behind everything, and I think that's part of why him and Clevenger got along. At least the pitchers liked him because he said he would work on things with them. He would he would show them how to do certain things. He would tell them you know programs to get on or things that were interesting ways to, uh, you know, like an MLB The Show where you look at colored balls falling and you try and pick them out. Not like that, but. Um, apparently he always, he just had interesting approaches. So you're right. I don't think a lot of teammates generally like him. He's kind of a nut job, but I think in, at least as far as the rotations go, um, you know, he's, he was top dog. So unless he was just being a complete asshole, but I always, uh, he always seemed open to taking people to go, um, you know, work on their stuff with him. All right. Well, but you're right. He didn't seem liked in, in LA at all. No. But like I said, you know, are they going to take? Were they were they going to take the PR hit to pitch him for another three or four months, and then he's going to go sign with somebody else next year? Like fuck it, yeah, fuck it, dude, deal with it on your own. But if they had invested two hundred million on him, remember, I think he, remember I he threw that ball over the field, the wall, yeah. and Francona comes out like, "What is wrong with you?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good. Yeah, that was good times. Uh, I just want to hit the um, the NL real quick because NL East is real tight. Mets and Braves are fighting for uh, first place in the NL East. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Braves are one game behind. Oh, them. holy shit! Ninety-five and ninety-three wins. Yeah. Wow. Um, and then also, the Dodgers. Golly, is it going to well, be? A... The Dodgers have just been incredible the last three or four years. Yeah. Is there any notable people that I can't think of being completely not caring about? The Dodgers whatsoever. Who's on that team? That they're, is there like a superstar? Or? They have quite a few at this point. Okay. Um, their pitching is incredible. They have Mookie Betts. Mookie Betts, uh, Freddie Freeman, from, Cody yep. Betts. Yeah, Joey well, Gallo. I mean, Mookie Betts made his name in – so they've they've been big on the, the big signings. Turner is that fucking DH that not a lot of people like. I can't remember if he used to be a catcher. He was really outspoken about COVID shit. But Mookie Betts made his name in Boston. They signed him. Freddie Freeman made, made his name in Atlanta. Um, Cody, Cody Bellinger, Bellinger, I think, has probably been there the longest of most of them. Joey Gallo was what well, he was with Texas, right? Uh, yeah, I mean Joey Gallo's been around. He he made his name in Cincinnati. Um, oh, that's I don't right. even know that Joey Gallo's doing much for them this year. Okay. At all. Um, and what about Clayton Kershaw? Is he still pitching for them? It says he's pitching for him. I just don't know if he's. 
Yeah, no, he sh- he should be. Um, that's they they've they've invested in their um, rotation heavily too, so that's that's partly why they're so good. Um, let's see here. I got Kershaw, uh, Julio Urias isn't bad. Uh, I don't know Tyler Anderson, Craig Kimble, Kimbrel um, came over from uh, Atlanta. So yeah, they've they've definitely dumped a lot of money into their rotation. Phil Bickford, that sounds like a knuckleball thrower. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if he does. I'm just saying it, it, it sounds like it. It's also a very interesting. Pi- oh, he doesn't look like a knuckleball thrower. He looks like. Anyways, yeah. So Dodgers, man, they're really tearing it up. Yeah. So oh, so Kershaw is actually not even their best pitcher this year when you go by ERA. Uh, Tony Gonsolin's 16 and one with a 2.1 ERA. Uh, Julio Urias is got a 2.27 ERA, 17 and seven. Tyler Anderson's got a 2.5 ERA. Kershaw, I, I think he he must have been hurt at some point. He's got a 2.39 ERA though. So all their pitcher, their starting pitchers have under three ERA pretty <clears> much, <throat> almost. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. And they've had some guys coming in and out of that. Um, rotation, um, but those guys are actually all still hanging around four ERAs of four. Uh, worst one's four and a half. He only pitched three games, I guess. Three starts. Yeah. All right. So you're down or you're up six, and there's a few minutes left in the game, and you hand the ball off to your running back. Should he go into the end zone? Unless he's been told not to. And there, and he needs to get a first down, but the first down's at the two yard line. Is that what the case was? Yeah. Okay. So it wasn't. See, like... I couldn't think of that either. I, I, I didn't want to go back and watch any of it. Um, I honestly thought we were further back at like the fifteen or the twenty. So Joel Batonio came out and <clears> said because <throat> everyone was giving because Nick Chubb you heard came out. Did you hear that? I heard he was the first person to take any responsibility. For he came it. out. Yeah. Well, because they. Okay. So let's we're talking about Browns Jets the collapse that was mm-hmm. two minutes left. They were down. Uh, they were up 13, and they end up blowing that game. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they were, the, the first down was at the two-yard line, so it was like, how does he stop uh, That was just blaming anyone for scoring a touchdown? I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess the, the big thing on him, and part of the problem, I think there's a couple plays before that that start the collapse before he even gets his, which Kareem Hunt doesn't get out of bounds on, or gets out of bounds on two plays where he could have easily stayed in. Um the one, honestly, I can't. I don't know why he did it. He got an extra couple yards, but took himself out of bounds. The other one, he gets a couple extra yards and then tries to fight his way to stay in, but he's already getting pushed out, so he fucks up twice already. Um, then there's the play with uh, Chubb. I guess he doesn't need to necessarily go down. He could have. Well, he. I think there was a defender outside of him. I, I feel like he went in between two guys, so I don't know if he could have even stepped out at the one. Um, yeah, I mean, what's he going to do then? Possibly hurt himself sliding down at the one-yard line? Um, I don't know. I think he's probably outside of the offensive linemen and Jacoby Brissett and the tight ends who literally have nothing to do with that. You can blame Kareem Punt. You can blame blame Denzel. You can blame Cade York. You can blame uh, Amari. Who's the, from... who's the safety on that? Um, the John Johnson? No, it wasn't. It was... Um... Ooh, I don't know. I uh, we, this that's two weeks in a row we've blown coverage like that. I mean, w- there's something wrong that if mm-hmm. if we're letting. Why were you saying you could blame uh, Amari? Didn't get the uh, onside kick. The onside kick. He goes to slap it out. I mean, with as good as he is, I I want you to just get that. Yep. But um, also, well, it seemed like everyone knew it was going to the other side. I can't. I can't imagine how. You can go out there on special teams waiting for an onside kick. You put him on that side, and then it seems like they're fooled that it went to that side just because the kicker kind of comes around the ball. Um, he's over there. But, like, nobody else seems to be backing him up on that. Um, so it came down to him. Yeah, he flubbed it, I guess. I, I really don't know how you don't blame anyone other than the defense and – Cade York missing an extra point. Oh, Delpit. Delpit Del was the safety. Oh, that's so, right. yeah. yeah, Ward's sitting on the lower route. Delpit looks like he's looking at the quarterback and doesn't react at all. 
Um, so that's like, what was that, a 40-yard, 50-yard touchdown play for them, for the Jets? Yes. Um, I think with a 63 On their first drive. Pass. And then the defense comes out again, and they're just giving up chunks. Like, at that point, it's like a touchdown wins. Yep. Field goal is nothing. They've got like a minute, a minute 20? I want to say it was a minute 13, I want a to say. A minute to go like six well, it was an onside kick, so 50 yards, 40, 50 yards. Say about 40 yards. And they still give up, like, two huge first downs in 20 seconds. Oh, I knew when they were driving down there, I was like, oh, this is... Oh, this is bad. Yeah. Like, we're going to have a goal line stand, and that's it. Like, yeah. it's going to come down to a goal line stand where time barely matters. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe if you get a huge sack, then time comes into play. They lose a down because they got to spike it. But, um, yeah, I, the defense... And so, on top of the players, you got... All the defensive coordinate the defensive coordinators. Uh, Stefanski doesn't. I don't know if he's not helping with the defense at all. I don't know what happened, uh, dude. What the fuck? Yeah, that's all I could. I mean, my favorite part is we're all watching the game together. Like, I it's just amazing how very positive and happy everyone was. Mm-hmm. To let's go out have a cigarette and let's go home. I mean, yep. From the moment your mom said they won. Yeah, it was really. My mom was like, "All right, they're gonna win." We're like, "No, shut up!" You know, like <laughs> told her to knock on the table. She didn't. At B, and you I... bitch. <laughs> do 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 do. do. Um, <laughs> I, I think I stopped heard. at a store on the way home, and it was just funny because, um, everybody like people are in the store are like. Like someone's like, have a great day, and like the one guy's like, he must have been seventy years old. Is like, I'd have a better day if the Browns were the one, <laughs> you know. And the only other thing, the only thing someone found solstice in is that the right word or solace in it was, um, the Steelers lost. Yeah, so they blew one. Yeah. The Ravens blew their game. The Ravens blew it pretty. I hard was as I was as surprised as I would think most people who aren't watching the Browns game were because they looked like they were they were killing it that game. They were up like. I, it was crazy. Yeah, yeah, and I didn't see the fourth quarter, but I can only imagine people who are watching the tickers go, maybe gamblers or whatever, see the Browns up 13 with two minutes left, yeah. and then half an hour later looking at it like, wait, what? So normally I watch football all day. Like, I watch that game and then come yep. home, or if I am at home or come home, and then turn on whatever game's next mm-hmm. and watch, usually for fantasy, but just watch football the I didn't watch any more football after yeah. that. I did turn on the Titans game. What was that? Titans and uh, – no, not Titans. They got owned by somebody. Uh, I thought – Was that, that the Colts? Bills Titans? Who? The Titans? Are you talking about Monday night? Was it Sunday? No, no. Bills beat – Bills blew out the Titans yeah. 41-7. That was Thursday, I want to say. No, that was Monday night. So that that was it. I lied to you. I came home, put that on because I have a player on the Bills for fantasy, so I'm like, I'll watch that. And I turned it on, it was 34-7. I'm like, I'm not watching this. Mm-hmm. Um, watched a lot of, um, not a lot, watched a little bit of the Eagles game. Um, Jalen Hurst is coming into his own, man. Yeah, I I didn't think he'd be bad. I don't know why people were shitting on him last year. Um, I think he was my backup quarterback on my fantasy team, so... You know, he was up and down. He got a lot of his things through yards, but um, I didn't know why he was getting so much hate about, um, you know, he's just a mobile quarterback that's eventually going to get a hurt. Like, he did enough um, throwing the ball that I thought there was something there. Obviously, he'll have to adapt his game to be less of a scrambler. But Well, he had 330 yards. Did he? And a touchdown and a pick. But well, It's also the Eagles. Like, yeah. you yeah. – you can be a great quarterback. If you're on the Eagles or the Jets, you're not going to do well. Yeah. Well, the, the, I mean, when well, I guess didn't the Eagles they won with uh, Nick Foles a couple of years ago? Yeah, in the Super, Super Bowl. Bowl, yeah, and they had the Philly special and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but they tore apart the Vikings, man. The Eagles tore apart the Vikings. So uh, I'm out in a pick'em league because I took the Browns, and mm-hmm. I was feeling pretty confident in that. Yep. Uh, and then I didn't really look at the slate because I was already out in week one because the Titans blew it in the third and fourth quarters against the Giants the week before, and I was just like, you know what, I don't care enough this year. 
um, to buy back in. You can buy. Oh no, wait, you can. I think you can only buy back in if you lose in week one. But um, I'm not buying. I, it's you know I'm just kind of. Like, I I, th- I think I would have considered taking the Browns. I don't know if I would have. The only um, reason I took it because like you have to pick a, a team every week, right? Mm-hmm. And it has to be a different team. It like, has to be a different team. And I did. I did. I looked at the slate and I didn't really see. I probably could have took Rams over the Falcons. I believe is who I would have took, and that was kind of a squeaker. Too. That was a squeaker. Um, Packers you, over the Bears, which that did end up winning. Uh, well, the thing was because Packers looked so bad the week um, one. Yeah, but still, I mean, the Bears. It's the Bears. It's the Bears. The Bears. I don't know. My uh, my idea of that league is is pick the one one or two teams that look like they're going to be hot garbage and pick the team that plays, plays them. them yeah. Um, I went real far last year by. Doing that against the Lions, um, then I I finally messed up by looking ahead a couple weeks and trying to plan out two or three weeks worth of picks instead of just picking the best game, and I ended up losing that way. Lions beat the Commanders last week, actually. Yeah, Dolphins ended up beating the Ravens 42-38. Yep. They were down pretty big most of that game from what I remember. They were, yeah. The updates coming in. But, yeah, I don't know. Um, from what I've heard, on the Browns' end, nobody's taking a lot of blame. Ward said it wasn't him, and then Delpit, I think they interviewed right after him, and he seemed really pissed off by that. Um, Chubb is the only one that's, like, taken any responsibility. Well, Miles Garrett said he was mad at the fans for booing them. You know, I only read it. I didn't hear it, but it seemed like it was blown out of proportion. Like, I think he said it was, like, disappointing or that's, yeah. something like that, but... It didn't seem like it was necessarily like fuck them or whatever. It was just like that sucks. It, it seemed almost like, dude, that sucks. Like the situation sucks. Yeah. The, the fact that they're booing sucks. Like it didn't seem like one of those situations where it's like, you know, get behind us or fuck you. It didn't sound like that to me. Um, and then I think one of the offensive linemen or something said the exact opposite, which was like, yeah, no, I get it. They pay money to come watch us play, and we just blew it. We fucking blew it. Like I get it. It was so. I, I mean, we could have started two and zero. We could have won a home opener for mm-hmm. the first time. In you, and you, you've bought yourself time because that's all we're trying to do at this point is buy yourself time yes. until week eleven or week twelve. Yep. But it's actually it's crazy when you think about it because if we don't epically blow up there, we're two and zero. If we don't miss that extra point, we still have the chance of being two and zero. But then again, without some favorable calls last week, we could easily be zero and two. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so, it, go, it comes and goes each way, right? I just cannot remember the last time I felt comfortable down the stretch of a Browns game and how quickly that shit turned. It was I was seeing that meme, you know that meme where James Franco is like hanging, he's like first time, huh? Yeah. And yeah. it was like, you know, 30, 40 year old Brown fans, you know, talking to millennial or younger Browns fans after they blew that game. Like, mm-hmm. First time, huh? Mm-hmm. And dude, I don't know what it is about Cade York that I'm confident on him from 40 plus, but Every extra point he's kicked this year, or, or not everyone, but a bunch of them seem like they're wobbly yes. and they're heading towards the right or left upright. And that, I, that was probably, I think that was the first one he missed, right? But yes, a game. lot of them have not looked good. And I don't know what it is that this dude cannot kick from 20 yards, but can kick from 50. Yeah. I uh, I don't know if that's a mental thing or not, but, uh, you know, I, I was definitely thinking that. I didn't say it out loud, but I was thinking that all of game two. Like, why are his extra points looking so fucking crazy? I, I just, I don't know, man. The only thing I kind of was hoping for was, I mean, obviously, not kind of. I was obviously hoping for Brissett to throw a deep pass and them to get to, like, the 40-yard line mm-hmm. and get a Well, they, they kind of had enough time. It would have had to have been, like, a 15 to 20 yard pass and the receiver would have had to have gotten out. They had a timeout left. Um oh did they? Yeah. Oh. Okay, maybe I'm wrong then. And then he, but he s- forced he forced it cuz remember he well maybe they didn't. I don't know. I think I he remember. scrambled. He scrambled for like 15 yards. Mhm. Um which and- was a good decision after he waited too long. Honestly, I think the best thing he could have done in that play was get rid of it. Um quicker. But then he took what he could. And at that point, I think we had like 12 seconds left to go about 15, 20 yards. I'm not sure and, if we had a timeout now. I don't think we did. Okay. I'm pretty sure we didn't. Um, unless I – unless because I think me, it was me and you or me and someone else there were talking about it. And I was like, we have time for a play. And I think they were like, no. And I was like, well, he's got to get out of bounds, I think. Uh, so I <clears throat> don't think we had a timeout. But <clears throat> normally I would have said – 
Garrett Wilson looks incredible. But I, I'm, I don't know that our defensive backs are as good as I thought they were after that epic fucking collapse. But Garrett I Wilson, I, I watched a breakdown okay. of most of his plays um, throughout the game. And he was from that touchdown to a bunch of other plays. He had, a, I think, one a drop pass maybe on that third down that they ended up converting anyway. Um, I don't know, man. He had negative two yards on a rushing play. What was he, like 14? I know he had 100 yards. Eight catches, or eight catches, 102 yards, and two touchdowns. Yeah. Uh, I thought they hurt him. Remember, they pushed him out of bounds, and he came down real mm -hmm. hard on his back. I mm -hmm. thought that. I didn't think, but he came back and toasted, toasted the old boys and all that. Yeah, no, um, I guess that was the one good thing I got to watch on, on Sunday. You know, I was obviously I'd want us to win, but... Uh, you know, it's it's fun watching a an Ohio State player come out and ball. Yeah, it was mean, great. But... <laughs> yeah, I mean, I fucking wish he'd lie. I mean, he dropped that ball, and I was like, ah, fuck you. But, yeah, right. Um, you know, I well, Steelers week this week. Yeah, short week early, short after week. an epic collapse. Brissett hurt his ankle in the fourth quarter. Did he? Yeah. Oh. He says it's fine. Does he? Mm-hmm. Uh oh, cool man! What, dude? Guess who's coming back to Cleveland to help out the secondary? I know what they do. Joe Hayden, bro. <laughs> He's retiring. He's yeah, signing a one-day contract. That's a little odd. Well, I guess so. Originally, Adam Schefter reported he was signing with Pittsburgh. Then he deleted the tweet, and he's resigning with Cleveland. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, he left here to go there. He kind of talked some well, shit. Well, he didn't leave here. We we cut him. Yeah, I know. Oh, okay. But I think he let it be known that he was going there to extra stick it to us. I liked Joe Hayden as, like, the Cleveland guy and this and that. Mm -hmm. I'd never seen a guy get – He how many seasons did he not finish with, quote, unquote, concussion? You know? Like, oh, yeah. I was always – Always hurt. Yes. I don't know that he ever played a full season or, or played more – and it, I guess that's not fair because – Every every I think every NFL player should get the benefit of the doubt of missing one or two games a year with as as hard as it is. But I can't remember a season that he played more than twelve games. Uh, he probably had one, and maybe I'm just thinking towards the end. 2011, he played 15 games. 2012, he played 11 games. 2013, he played 15 games. 2014, he played 15. I guess he played more than I thought. I mean, he played. Yeah, I guess I, now I feel like an asshole. The 2015, he played five games, but that, but I mean, he never played a full season except for 2019 and oh well, 2019. Oh, duh, those were with the Steelers. Yeah, yeah. He never played a full season except. But for wasn't he like playing unhealthy for a lot of those too? Yeah, yeah. So he was always like subpar, never quite met expectations. He always pissed me off too because I had a friend that lived downtown above uh, Golix and. Everybody down there knew Joe Hayden on Saturday night was going to be at, uh, I can't think of the name of the place, but down there, is, uh, Joe's going to be there fucking hanging out and partying. Um, and that shit like hit the news a little bit. Um, and then he had his failed drug tests and shit, and it was just like, dude, what are you doing? What yeah. are you doing? I remember Derek Anderson being out, caught out partying Saturday nights, mm -hmm. Sundays before Browns games, and it was like, no wonder he's awful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And if Joe was supposedly supposed to be like a franchise type player um, on defense, and it seemed like a pretty well established that he was doing pretty much the same thing. So that's I think maybe that's also part of the reason I soured on him. But I don't know. Cool. Uh, I don't really know. Like, pull up his thing again. How many years did he play for us? And how many years did he play for the he Steelers? Played... Six years with us. Seven or four with the Steelers. Seven with us, five with the Steelers. I mean, only played full seasons twice. First year he, with us, and I just don't think he's Pittsburgh. even the kind of guy. Did he break team records? Did he lead us to anything special? He was just a decent. He was a good player um, when he played, and he was Mister Cleveland. Remember, he was always Mister Cleveland at Cavs games. I guess, and everyone loved that about him. You know, I guess. Maybe that's how you get the pass on being a fucking dude that's out partying Saturday night before the game. I, I guess I do remember that. He did kind of uh, 
he did kind of pump up the season. Sometimes you get a guy that comes up here from Florida or from L.A. and he's like really fucking Cleveland. I guess I do remember that. That was pretty neat. He went to friendly high school in Fort just, Washington, Maryland. It just it doesn't seem like the kind of thing to sign a one-day contract and retire on. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it, Wow. Especially when you went to Pittsburgh, like yeah, talk all that. Sh- now he didn't talk all that shit, but he he definitely was a little unkind. How's that as a term? I a would I would say so. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Maybe he'll. Uh, has he played at all this season? No, he. Yeah, no, he hasn't. So played he's been since, out. He he's retiring because no one will sign him. Well, yeah. I mean, he's thirty three or thirty four. Um, he was kind of under. Well, I guess not undersized. He's five eleven, one hundred ninety five pounds. Um, then he did play two twenty twenty one, so I, yeah, so you just no one picked him up this year and um yeah. How many inter, how many touchdowns do you think Joe Hayden had in his entire career? Unfortunately I just read it. Oh did you? Two? Yep. Cool. Uh twenty nine interceptions. Let's see. Ten for the Steelers, so he had nineteen interceptions here. Yeah, I don't think we'll be building a statue or anything. Here. Yeah, no, I, I don't, I don't, I just don't even know why you're resigning him to do this, especially during Steelers Week. Yeah, it right. seems odd. Um, you know, it's also weird timing because, you know, I think people were calling for heads to roll after the epic collapse of fucking um, Sunday, but you don't really have time to fire special teams coordinator on a, a three-day preparation week or overhaul the defense or mix up your signals and shit. I think whatever. I actually like – I think I like T.J. Ward better. I definitely like T.J. Ward better. Um, I'm, I don't think I was hyped as hyped about T.J. Ward when we signed him. No, um, we drafted him, As opposed him, right? to Hayden being drafted. Hayden was – a I would say had to have been a first round pick. You were the first round. It's like Uh, seventh pick. Yeah, I would think so. TJ Ward. Second round pick. We drafted him? Yep. From. Yes. I like, I would like, what do you guess? Uh, I could, I feel like I could figure it out if, uh, if I had some time. It it, it couldn't have been Florida. Um, Nope. TJ Ward played college football at I don't fucking know. Wait, wait. Not USC, no. I don't know. Come on, name is just name Oregon. 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 Got it. High five. Fuck yeah, bro. That's I said USC because I was like, dude, he had to have been a Pac twelve dude. Yep, you're right. Oregon. Um four seasons here, two thousand ten, two thousand thirteen, couple with the Broncos where he uh won a Super Bowl and then one year at Tampa Bay and then missed three years and then went to Cardinals and uh didn't didn't do anything with the Cardinals there. Oh yeah. I liked him a lot. Me too. He was a super aggressive player. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think he had a little bit more of a. Didn't, didn't did he just take more money? I don't. Maybe we didn't offer him that much either. I was I was super bummed when he blah, bummed when he left though. I don't. I can't remember. I remember not being mad at him. Like I couldn't blame him, but I, I don't think we offered him very much. I feel like it was a situation where we basically chose someone over him. What year did he, was his last year with us? 2014, he signed with the Broncos. Oh, who did we sign around 2014? Uh, that's freaking eight years ago, golly. That was too early to have been when we drafted that Michigan dude we eventually traded to the Giants. No? Jabril Peppers? It could have been around then. Jabril Peppers, that's a name I haven't heard in a while. He was drafted in 2017. Okay, yeah. He's still a couple years between then. Yeah. I don't know. I, f- I feel like there was a conscious reason why we didn't go after T.J. Ward. And Dante Whitner. We brought in Dante oh, Whitner. Dante Whitner and... Uh, Tayshawn oh, Gibson. Yeah. Oh, God. Okay. Let's... let's <laughs> <laughs> Great staffing. I mean, that was that was actually like a conscious... No. That's why, that's why he doesn't make... Dante Whitner makes no sense because... We were going with young players everywhere, except we brought in like thirty-five-year-old Dante Whitner, who I think had a decent season. And we had someone else at linebacker, I thought too. Um, was 
that too, though. We had that Pierre Desir who was like big on the fucking uh, one of those draft shows. We had Nate Orchard, Craig Robertson, and Carlos Dansby. Paul Kruger. Paul Kruger. Oh, we paid him so much money. We sure did. <laughs> I remember. I remember that. Yeah, we we cut. Ward, or we didn't want to pay him as much, and then we went out and paid a decent amount of money to Whitner, who I think gave us Whitner. quote unquote a deal because he did he play for played for forty niners before they want to say yeah, but he had some kind of Cleveland connection. I don't think he played for Ohio State, did he? Dante Whitner, born in Cleveland, he was from Cleveland, That's so. He might have cut us a little bit of break, but he was definitely past his prime. Um, I, I think he played pretty well here. But, yeah, we brought in Paul Kruger to be our fucking third-down linebacker and otherwise completely worthless. Man. He was supposed to be – man, they were talking – man, I remember watching – when we signed him, watching highlight videos, I'm like, oh, this guy's going to tear and it And then up. he was playing third downs basically only. He was all a part of a scheme, dude. Mm-hmm. He was all part of a scheme. Man, just look at Nate Orchard. Was a rookie that year. We thought he'd be good. Dansby looked pretty good. I didn't realize Dansby was already thirty four at that time. That's Dansby, it was we signed him Dansby. from the Cardinals. Yep. We spent all that money on Dansby and Kruger, and I think Whitner got a decent contract. <sighs> yeah, that's why we got rid of T.J. Ward for Dansby and fucking Paul. <laughs> well, if you weren't depressed before you listened to this podcast, <laughs> Tayshawn Gibson, remember him? He was he looked pretty decent for a little while, and then. Feel like he flamed out hard. Oh, he's still playing. Yeah, I think he's for Buffalo. Uh, San Francisco. San Francisco. He played the last two seasons in Chicago. He was in Houston for a year. He left us for Jacksonville. That's right. I think they gave him a stupid contract. Uh, I just wanna... seems like he had more problems staying healthy than. Uh... You know who's a stud then, defensive back for the Buffalo Bills right now? No. Jordan Poyer. Really? That used to play for the Browns. Really? Yeah, he's a stud over there now. He was there last year too, wasn't he? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Really? Yep. All right, well. <laughs> you got anything else or should we get out of here? Oh, oh man. Uh, hit us up. 216-260-5484. Oh, if you've uh, made it past all that depressing <laughs> bullshit. Tell us what you think your your most aggravating move by the Browns over the last 20, 30, or 40 years. Uh, or you know what? Go back as far as you want. There's there's no cutoffs here. 216-260-5484. Uh, hit up Joe. You can leave some responses on the URBS Reddit on Twitter or at Slur Speech Podcast 216 at gmail.com if you want to send out an email. Uh, thanks to Ground Zero Comics and Cards, 15139 Perot, Strongsville Town Center, uh, and Arconicast at Arconicast.com. Hey, guys, I'm working on those contracts. I promise. Okay, goodbye. Oh, dude. What? Speaking disappointing sports. Yeah. You know that that my favorite boxer I always used to talk about, uh, Triple G, Gennady yeah, Glove yeah. in the Kazakhstan? He finally uh, – it they, slipped under my radar until Saturday. He had the – They fought uh, the, the – He fought Canelo Alvarez, yes. who – this was an underhyped fight because uh, Triple G is now way too old to have fought Canelo. Canelo also, after protecting his career for so long and avoiding Triple G for like five or six years, decided to move up a weight class and get embarrassed. Um, so they had their third fight. Uh, Triple G did not win a, a round until probably the ninth or tenth. Uh, he looked old, and yeah, it I was watched. very boring. He looked old. It was, and I think it only had like it didn't have a lot of buys. It had a, a semi-exciting ninth and tenth when I think he won. The ninth, I think it was the ninth, and then the tenth, I think he won, and then he looked pretty bad again in the eleventh, and then it was an okay finish. I don't know, and it sucked. So, shout out to boxing for being the most disappointing sport. Later.
Talking, 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 much too long. Yeah, he's been talking, 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 talking. 